0: Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language Podcast. Weekly doses of language learning tips and motivation to help you become fluent in any language. With me, Ollie Richards. Hello.
1: hello.
0: Bonjour!
1: Hello. Hola.
0: Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the I Will Teach You a Language Podcast. Did you guess the fifth hello yet? If you remember the last episode I set you a little challenge, to see if you can identify the fifth. The language of the fifth hello in the intro um, go back and listen to uh, the beginning of episode 283 the last episode if you didn't, didn't catch that but I'm expecting to see all your replies answers guesses um, however crazy uh, in uh, on the show notes of the last episode so please go back and check that out. today we've got a question from uh, from from Ron all about um, how to you know f- sensible practical ways to study more difficult languages. And it really, you know, this this really touches on something which I've been, you know, I'm all all of my work now is sort of aiming to solve, and this is something that we started with um, with conversations last year, and then we are continuing with this with 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 my my new program that's coming out next month, uh, which oh maybe maybe I'll just go ahead and reveal the title, the name of it to you just just to you guys on the podcast um, because. I think I'm probably going to wait a little while till I reveal it elsewhere. But anyway, the the program is called Grammar Hero. Yes, you heard that right, Grammar Hero. And the idea is that I want to make you feel like a hero, like an absolute hero, when you learn grammar, because you know the uh, this 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 the feeling that you get with grammar is, is that it's just so damn hard, right? Doesn't matter what you do, it never you never get to the point where it just sounds right and everybody i think most people they don't care about having perfect grammar they just want to get to the point where grammar just where a certain verb tense or whatever a certain conjugation just sounds right and you can use it confidently without thinking too much so you can just get on with your conversation and traditional methods of um teaching grammar get in the way of that they make you think too much about rules they keep you trapped in your own head um, whereas the way to learn it naturally, like I did with Italian, the way that I learned Italian grammar without studying any grammar at all was quite simply through exposure to the right kind of material and lots of listening and reading, but again, to material that was pitched just right so that I could learn at my level. But of course, the big problem is, as we're going to get into today with Ron, that with most languages... Especially the harder language, but with most languages beginner beginner stuff is easy right you've got you've all got your beginner textbooks those exist in all languages but then there's this huge jump once you've got to finish the beginner level for for most people the kind of next step where material is readily available is like native level full on like t v programs radio stuff like that books, and it's far too hard and there's just this for people who have finished that beginner stage and are wanting to crack the intermediate level, there's just a real shortage of material. This is exactly why um, I released Conversations last year to provide material at that level, so that, it, that getting through the intermediate plateau is not such a—it's not so much like pulling teeth, you know. Conversations was all based on on listening skills, but Grammar Hero is kind of the same thing, but for grammar. So if you're learning French, Spanish, German, Italian, Portuguese or Russian and you like some super exciting, compelling story based material at intermediate level that is specifically written, has specifically been written to help you master the main grammar points in the language together with teacher annotations and exercises and things like that. Audio. Well, you're in for a treat. I think we've been been working on Grammar Hero now for, well, I've been conceiving of it for over a year. We've been working hard at it for over six months. I haven't even mentioned it before now because there's been so much other stuff going on. But yeah, that's coming very soon. Very excited about that. I would like to thank the sponsors of the show, the wonderful Italki. Once you've learned your grammar, (laughs) the only way that you actually get good at it is by practicing and that's where something like italki comes in because it allows you to connect with native speaker teachers and get that all-important speaking practice in so that you can become confident with the grammar that you've been learning and if you'd like to get a free lesson with a native speaker teacher or a non-native speaker teacher because as i've said many times before often the best teachers are actually not native speakers but anyway that's a topic for another day to get a free lesson you can go to iwillteachyoualanguage.com forward slash free lesson Okay, let's hear from Ron.
1: Hey, Ali, this is Ron from the U.S. This is my third question for you. So I just wanted to say thank you so much for answering my previous two. So I was previously learning Arabic, but I've put that on pause in order to learn Spanish. But I hope that when I'm done with Spanish to go back to Arabic because I love it so much and I'm able to use it at work and things like that. Um, My question is, it's easy with Spanish and other European languages to do a lot of reading and writing, as you've said. But when you have something like Arabic, where there's not really a lot of good resources on a colloquial aspect of the language, I don't know what to do um, as far as the best way to learn it. Um, I don't know if it's simply to, to mainly focus on um, like language lessons on italki or something like that. Because even the textbooks, um, for a beginner level, they're usually either in modern standard Arabic or they're just at a very high level of colloquial Arabic. And it takes me forever to go through the dialogues because I only know like five words in each one. So I was just curious if you could give some general guidance.
0: Hey, Ron, thank you very much for your your third question. Awesome. I really like it uh, when uh, when I get repeat questions. So thanks very much for taking the time. So you've gone from uh, Arabic to Spanish to Arabic. And uh, I can imagine the feeling there, Uh, you know, you kind of, really tried hard with Arabic, but your brain just exploded. So you went to Spanish and it was really easy, had loads of fun. And then you've gone back to Arabic for a second attempt and you're just bamboozled by the uh, the difficulty level. Um, does that sound about right? It's happened to me many, many times. So the, the problem that Ron is describing here is as follows. With difficult languages, and when I say difficult languages, what I'm talking about is languages which are not very close to English, um, not, not Latin or Germanic based. So for example, Arabic or Asian languages, Slavic languages, things like that, where uh, you usually cannot read because the script is different. And they're also under-resourced. So there aren't many resources um, beyond the complete beginner level. What happens is you, you start off learning with your, your basic textbooks, your basic courses and stuff like that. And you, you kind of learn the beginner stuff. The next step for a language like Spanish, for example, would be one of the many intermediate programs out there or advanced beginner programs. But for a language like Arabic, and in particular an Arabic dialect, um, the, the next step after complete beginner is like native level. So there's no, there's nothing in between. So as a learner, it's very difficult to know what to do because you really want to keep learning and you particularly want to learn uh, colloquial language. I mean, Ron. I'm, I think I'm going to assume that you're learning Egyptian Arabic or something like that, a dialect, at any rate, because you say you work with people and you want to learn colloquial language. So, you know, I'm going to assume that you're not talking about MSA here, Modern Standard Arabic. And so, yeah, it's very, very difficult to know what to do because you just don't have stuff that you can study by yourself. And self-study is so important because that's how that's what what you can do with most of your time. Most of your time, you can't be talking with people. Uh, you can't be uh, taking lessons. The way to really improve quickly in a language is by embracing self-study, because that's the real advantage and opportunity you've got with your free time. And it's a real pleasure, you know, I've just I've just gone through learning um, Italian this summer, and it's a real pleasure to be learning a language with so many resources and so much stuff available. A real breath of fresh air, because you know i've spent the last few years learning languages like arabic like cantonese where there really are there's nothing there there's really nothing and anything that there is just, just, just tends to be very unuser friendly so what do you do ron's asking for a solution here and uh, ron I can tell I, mean, I can tell you are committed because you've got you can use arabic at work which is a fantastic opportunity although arabs tend to speak very good english so i can imagine it's a little bit of an uphill battle to actually get speaking practice there right um, listen, I think the the way your mindset here is is extremely important. You've got to have a mindset that says I'm in this for the long term and I'm going to keep at it for as long as it takes. Because the reality is that you don't have a lot of material available and by trying to spend all your time with like newspapers or podcasts, it's too hard for you. You're wasting your time. You know. Remember the concept of comprehensible input, which is the foundation of the input-based method that I use to learn Italian. You've got to be spending your time reading and listening to material that is just above your current level. All right. So by trying to force yourself to to spend time with. Native level material. You're not only going to become very frustrated, but you're you know you're, not, you're just not going to learn stuff because you're having to spend all the time with your head in the dictionary. It's very very frustrating. So I think what I would recommend you do, Ron, is to go back to basics with a long term view. So keep learning and studying in the traditional sense. With these languages, I think you've just got to do that because it's your it's your best option. So take regular lessons with a teacher go through your textbooks if you have them and spend time doing that every day because by doing that what is going to happen is that your level over time will increase you will keep learning I know what it's like to want to understand colloquial language to want to talk more casually but there's a practical issue of how you kind of just take the next step up on the ladder you know that is a real practical issue and you can't ignore that so the best way to do that The best way to proceed, I think, is to say, right, I'm just going to keep studying and I'm going to be very patient. I'm going to take a long term view and keep learning what's available to me in a a straightforward way. And taking lessons with a good teacher is, I mean, I don't think it's ideal at all because I would much rather you spend, you have a lot of input, but, but it works and it will keep you moving forward. All right. So try to kind of temper your enthusiasm, curb your enthusiasm a little bit. And make sure that whatever else happens, you keep studying in a kind of more traditional way, because that will mean that long term you're improving. Now, having said that, you there's a lot that you can do to kinda of, to, to level up. And I think what I would be looking to do is the following. First of all, find conversation partners one way or another. Now if you can do that with people at work. That's great. I'm not talking about a quick chat over a coffee at work that that's no that's no good. I mean it's, it's fine to do but 5 minutes is is not going to help you. Instead try to find people that you can sit with for an hour after work and just speak. Do that regularly. Go on on websites like conversationexchange.com or com. See if you can find people locally who you can sit down with and then go for a go for a shisha with and um or a mint tea. And uh, and to speak Arabic, and then you know take notes, write down the stuff that you learn, and it's 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 slow going, but that is the way to level. I mean, well, you know, when I learned my Arabic, I actually did it mostly through, uh, through through I hired local tutors in Egypt, where I was, and we just sat after work, we'd sit down for an hour, we'd have a coffee, and we'd speak Arabic, and I'd ask them to kind of teach me stuff. We'd have conversations. I'd write down the stuff I was learning. And, um, and I, and I'd go away and mostly use my flashcard system to go off and memorize it. But that was kind of making do with what I had because I would much rather have been immersing myself in, in material, but it it just wasn't available, you know? So, so again, we're talking about, you know, what's your next best option? Keep having regular lessons, your, your traditional standard, um, lessons, have regular speaking sessions with somebody so that you're speaking the language and you're getting that colloquial input that way I also think if this is something I've recommended before and it really depends if, if you are the kind of person if this is the kind of thing that you would like to do but making your own materials can be extremely interesting here you know can you get a couple of your colleagues together and record them chatting over over lunch and then have it transcribed? Uh, you know, send it go 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 to a, an online transcription service, have somebody transcribe it. So then you can listen to the audio and, and read along. You can get it translated too if you like. The advantage of doing that is that you're really applying yourself and engaging with the problem. And often the first step to really get into grips with the problem is to take ownership of it. And part of the the problem of um being in this situation learning languages like this is that you're on your own you don't have stuff available so it's very easy to complain and to say you know i just don't have the material and and it's true you don't have the material but that that mindset doesn't get you anyway doesn't help you move forward so when i was learning cantonese making my own materials cantonese conversations uh, was extremely motivating because then I was really motivated to actually study the stuff. It's conversations, natural conversations between friends of mine that I transcribed, translated, transliterated, all of that. It just motivated me, and I learned a lot as a result. So if that's something that you fancy doing, it was like a you know kind of weekend project or something wrong like that, not only would would that be like extremely helpful for other people if you wanted to share those resources, but it would also just help you kind of take ownership of the problem and um, and apply yourself to to finding a solution. It's also lots of fun. You know, you probably have to spend a bit of money to kind of, you know, just for people's, to cover people's time, but it's a really great thing to do. Overall though, I think you are really, the way that you're going to win here is by taking that long-term view and saying, right, I am going to learn every day and I'm going to keep doing what I can uh, and just hope that the We don't have to hope. You believe that a rising tide floats all boats. You know, you just keep, you keep chipping away at the basic learning. Make sure you, in fact, the other thing that I didn't say, which I should have said, make sure you learn to read. I don't know how good your reading is, Ron, but with Arabic, you really need to learn to read. Because again, thinking long-term, if you want to be able to learn colloquial language and learn naturally, you have to read. So get to grips with that right away. Don't delay with that even though it is very difficult to read at your level because you don't have the diacritics that tell you how to pronounce the words. That's a whole separate problem. But again, taking this long-term view, you need to cover all the bases and become really kind of literate. But if you can find these, these you know, find these ways to have fun with the language, to, to personalise it, maybe create your own materials alongside your traditional study approaches, then just keep it up. And, you know, years pass so quickly, you know. <laughs> the time passes so quickly, and before you know it, you will be in you know twenty twenty two or something, and you think, man, I've just been learning Arabic for the last four years. Where's all the time gone? So make sure to use that time to keep pushing forward. That's the best advice I've got for you. I am working on solving this 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 problem with, with with everything that I do with my 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 material, my courses. We do have an Arabic um, version of my short stories in. Uh, production. It's going to hopefully come out next year. So it's not imminent, I'm afraid, but it is in the works. And that will, again, hopefully be a, a fantastic addition to the um, the underserved languages out there like Arabic. Lots of other exciting languages to come with that. So thanks for the question, uh, Ron. If you would like to ask me a question, please go to Iwillteachyoualanguage.com forward slash ask. And there's a widget there where you can ask me a question just like Ron did now resources at the end of every episode I'd like to leave you the resource of one uh, of some kind on the topic of the show Arabic dialects there is not much out there for Arabic dialects but there is one thing and it's extremely good and it is something that if you are learning Arabic and in particular an Arabic dialect you cannot be without you need this because a friend of mine a good friend of mine has spent many years putting this all together and it is precisely for you if you're learning an Arabic dialect and you want more colloquial language. I'm going to put the details for this wonderful resource in the show notes. So if you'd like to check that out, please go to IWillTeachYourLanguage.com forward slash episode 284. Trust me, you'll be glad when you do. All right, then. Thank you very much for listening. I'll see you back in the next episode of the podcast. It's a short course, three days, it's completely free, and if you'd like to sign up for it, please go to IWillTeachYourLanguage.com forward slash free
1: memory course.